Continuing on Radio Row here in Las Vegas, the Hoffman Show on the Team 980, always live as well on the free Odyssey app, and we are streaming on YouTube at the Team 980, where you see the well-dressed, I like that sweater, uh, Dan Graziano uh, with us from ESPN. Uh, great to have you back on the show, and uh, as a guy who's made his living in the NFC East, uh, pretty good day to have you. Uh, I want to get into kind of some of the, the Ben Johnson background stuff, because you did a lot of reporting uh, throughout the commander's coaching search, and I actually have avoided that story mostly because yeah. there's a there's there's a lot of feelings as you might imagine it's in DC it's on that. Little, it's a little murky too. Yeah, but yeah. if I had told you a year ago, pretend we were on Radio Row a year ago, that Brian Johnson would take something below an OC job a year later with the Commanders in the division, how surprised would you have been as we hear the news this morning that you and uh, your colleagues reported that Johnson is headed to Washington? I, I would have said, well, what the heck happened in Philadelphia? <laughs> like this was this was a guy on the rise, right? Like yeah. he was getting he was talking about it for head coach jobs. Uh, and and the extent to which the Eagles season fell apart, I think, is the story there. Uh, so hopefully, for his sake, that was a you know a two month you know glitch in his career, and he can build it back up. But uh, I know he's very well regarded. I know a lot of teams have wanted to talk to him. So I think he's a pretty good get for Washington staff because you, you you say you go back a year, you go back five months, and this guy was still <laughs> you know thought of as somebody who was on the right. So may, you know maybe. The coordinator job was not something he was ready for at the time, so maybe a step back. And, and some of the best coaches are the ones that sort of get knocked down, figure out what they need to still learn, and, and then come back. And if he's that sort of guy, then uh, then certainly I, we, we won't have heard the last. I, I definitely think he's an interesting fit, and it seems like uh, Washington has for good reason prioritize guys who have histories developing quarterbacks cliff obviously yeah. the oc johnson there what do you know about the relationship between johnson and jalen hurts and, and how instrumental he was in developing jalen yeah obviously that was a that was a, a group project that, that took a number of years but i mean that that coaching staff that came in there with nick sirianni was hired with the mission of developing jalen hurts into the best he could be and you know go back a year we're sitting at the super bowl this is a guy that was on top of the world a, a quarter away from winning it uh, months away from becoming briefly, but still the highest paid player in the league. So uh, success story there. And, and again, we'll find out next year whether this was a one-off for Philadelphia, whether they'll be back on top. But if if you can ignore the way they finished this year and put Jalen Hurts' career into broader context, then yes, you have to give Brian Johnson credit for a success story there. Dan Graziano, ESPN. Along, along with other people. Yeah, obviously. for sure. Yeah. Uh, Dan Graziano, ESPN is with us here on Radio Row. Make sure you're checking out all ESPN's coverage. They have a gigantic set over there. They're You guys are doing big Who, stuff. Oh, that's McAfee. Yeah. Well, yeah that's, 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 that's just league. Pat? Yeah, yeah, where's, yeah, yeah. Where's no. you guys? Like, they is, they is have there a set another? up over at, the, they're doing like NFL Live and stuff, yeah. over at the Paris, uh, the Beer Park, I think it's called, out in front of the Paris Hotel. So Beer I'm Park not, in Las Vegas sounds like a place a lot of I know. Of I'm heading over there this afternoon. I'm made. curious to see uh, yeah. what that's all about. Uh, so... You were obviously reporting on all these NFL coaching searches, and there was this narrative, whatever storyline, thought, truth at the time, I'm assuming, that's why you report it, uh, that Ben Johnson was the favorite in Washington. And it feels like a lot of people were putting together the favorite uh, status of Johnson is the favorite candidate. Washington is a preferred destination. And, and then the interviews happen, and, and all of a sudden we start to hear you know, John Keim, Adam Schefter, and others saying, like, I don't know about that. What light can you shed on how it went from presumptive favorite to, it seems like by the end, obviously Johnson's the one who pulled his name out, 
but that he was no longer the favorite and might not have been getting the job even if he hadn't withdrawn his name. So, I mean, the, the, the simple answer is there's a reason you do the interviews, right? Like, right. like you like Ben Johnson's work and you think, well, this might, this might be, and, you know, the offensive coordinator, you know, the quarterback developer, the guy that's had success with Jared Goff, you want to talk to that guy and For find sure. out if he's the guy. But then maybe you also get, you know, Mike McDonald on, on a Zoom call and you're really impressed with him. And you're thinking about, well, Dan Quinn's a guy that's been a head coach and had some success doing that, and maybe we want to go that way. So it seems to me what happened is through the interview process, it, it became clear to Ben Johnson, who, by the way, one thing I've been told consistently about Ben Johnson through this process is he's the kind of guy who locks in so like like people who are close to him, who like might have had jobs on a Ben Johnson staff, right? Right. Like will say like he is, he's a guy that that might not be able to give his full energy to a head coach interview while his team is in the playoffs, right? Because he's so locked in on that. And people obviously that's a dilemma. That. Right. That's a dilemma all these guys face. Yeah. And it's very difficult for some people to compartmentalize. And I'm not saying that Ben Johnson can't, but I think you know, a couple of people I talked to said, if he didn't blow them away in the interview, which we don't know, but if, if that's the case, then that's probably a reflection on he spent so much more of his time preparing for the 49ers Right, right, right. Then preparing for his interview with the commanders, uh, and maybe that that had some effect. So again, there's a lot out there. W you know, how much of it is true? How much of it is solid? You know, the, the, there's a lot of spin out there in terms of. But it sounds to me like what we know and what we can confidently say is throughout the process, it became clear that Ben Johnson was not the favorite or necessarily the top choice. And and then rather than mess around and wait around, he said, you know what, I'll just try this again next year. All right, so I want to give uh, our listeners, the fans, a little insight into how this works as best as we can. Obviously, you're not going to sit here and be like, all right, so this person, person yeah. A, name X, position Y, uh, told me this, because that's not how sourcing works. Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't, uh, be good. wouldn't not be good. But <laughs> you get told as a reporter, and I've, I've been there. I've been a reporter before mm -hmm. I now blab opinions every day. Um, you know, you get told lots of information. You don't just regurgitate it. You have oh, to vet no. it. Um, so how do you, like, what's kind of your process of trying to figure out Hey, this this piece of information I got is something that's worth putting out there. That, you, you know, whether it's the spin, whether it's the mm -hmm. the information side of it going into the search, versus like that's an agent or a front office person or a coach trying to trying to do themselves a favor. I think one of the most important things you have to ask yourself in situations like that as a reporter is why is this person telling me this information? <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Like no, I don't think sure. enough people in our business ask that question. I agree. Right? Because you're so eager to get something out there and be first with it and to seem like you know something. But yes, and, and and the sources know that and, and use it to their advantage, right? So why is this person? If I if the agent is telling me a thing about his client, oh well, he's gonna he's gonna get you know um, he's gonna get interviews. He's on their list. Well, I don't want to report that unless I find out from the team that he's oh yeah yeah he's a guy we like yeah you can if you put that out there you're not gonna look bad, right? right? So, uh, yeah, it, it's tricky. I mean, you, you know, ideally, what you want is multiple sources on multiple sides of it so you know you're right, and that's something of, something of a lost art. Do, or we could, do a, like, we could do a whole show on, like, what's happened to the industry and reporting and all that kind sure, of stuff. Sure, we can go but, march over my alma mater, the Newhouse Kids. There you there, go. We go teach them Everybody's over there. Syracuse. I went to Georgetown. If I had known what I was going to do for a living, I probably would have 
not gone to Georgetown, but it's worked yeah, out for you. I, it has. Right. There's no question. I don't have any regrets. I just like I'm surrounded by Syracuse people, and that always that kind of makes me. Well, I have know. a Syracuse alum who works in D.C., and we have Georgetown games <laughs> on the station, so well, I think go. we're just exchanging you're, pain. You're, right, you're 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 on the opposite end of that. That's true. Like yeah. I work at ESPN. Like there's Syracuse decorations yes. in everybody's office. Uh, but yeah, it's that's the way it is. It used to be a rivalry. <laughs> our, our program is not in that spot anymore. We have high hopes for the new coach, but uh, obviously some growing pains. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, not this, Syracuse ain't exactly thriving. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think we were talking about reporting, and there's the new house kids. Right, over there. right, right. Yeah, we were all self-taught at Georgetown. Like I, I learned that <laughs> after I graduated. Um, but yeah, it's um, yeah. I, so the coaching stuff is interesting because it's it's there's a lot of consistency to it year to year. You know, you know who represents who. If you see something out there, you can kind of say to yourself, "Oh, I know where that's coming from," or. Right. I heard that. I heard those exact words said to me two hours ago, and I didn't report them. But this other person is like, "Whoa, I wouldn't have gone with that." So yeah, it's it's a, it's the wild west. Yeah, it definitely can't be. Dan Graziano <laughs> from ESPN. Uh, let's just say, uh, Kaim and I have been lamenting that via text yeah, message uh, I, I can, often, often over the last couple of weeks. I can imagine those texts. Um, yeah. Let's talk about the game real quick. Yeah. How, how many people actually ask you about the game versus yeah. everything else going on here? No, I think so far it's been like this oh let's get to the game i think um you know the the, the kansas city station wanted to talk about the game yeah, that <laughs> makes sense right that i got a san sense. francisco one coming up i'm sure there'll be a lot about the game there so yeah so yeah let's, I, get, let's yeah. give you a little uh, palate cleanser then to get you uh, all right bush of, of super bowl <laughs> 58 uh before you head over to, to the san francisco folks um it feels like the momentum of the week is swinging where the Chiefs, all of a sudden, people are like, oh, no, like we're done betting against Mahomes. We tried that a couple times in this playoffs, yeah. and we feel like big, dumb idiots. I certainly feel that way. Yes. I feel myself being pulled towards Kansas City. Yes. Do you, you're saying yes, so you agree with yes. that. Why, is it just because Mahomes? Or, yes. Like, if, you're, if you go on that San Francisco <laughs> station, are you going, hey, guys, I think you're going to be okay? I, I mean, they have a chance to win. Obviously, they're a great team, but the Chiefs know how to win this game. Yeah. They, they won it last year, right? Uh, the defense, I think the Chiefs' defense is one of the stories of the week. They, they are great, and, and they are the better defense in this matchup, which you would never have imagined in a San Francisco-Kansas City matchup at any point over the past half decade, but that is where we are. And Steve Spagnuolo has shown an ability to design successful playoff game plans with lesser personnel than what he has now. So what they did to Baltimore, and again, I, I'm like, I did pick the, the Chiefs to beat the Bills, I didn't, and the second uh, that came out of my mouth, I was like, you're an idiot. What are you doing? I did pick the Chiefs to win that game. I did. I picked the Ravens the following week, and I'm sitting there watching and going, what was I thinking? Come on. I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes right. and Andy Reid and all You know, so, yeah, I think you're right. I think that's the overarching sentiment as the week goes on. Like, well, the Chiefs will just find a way. Like last year, they were getting beat. And they, 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 they When they played the 49ers four years ago, they are down 10 points in the fourth quarter. They just... They know how to. I covered the the Joe Torre New York Yankees years mm-hmm. ago, and that's what they were like toward the end of that. Like they would they'd match up in the playoffs with like an Oakland A's team that was better than they were, and they just beat them. Like the Seattle Mariners won 116 games, and the Yankees yep. beat them in five games in the ALCS. Like it just they knew how to win those games, and the Chiefs are that team now. They are. Uh, speaking of Spags, you think he ever gets another head coaching look? Do you think he wants it? I, I do think he'd be interested in talking to some people. Like, Spags is not a guy that's ever going to come out and say to you, you know, 
complain about that. He loves his life. He's, he's a great guy, and, and he's obviously a great spot. I mean, he's in the Super Bowl every year. Like, what, like there's something to be said for that. Now, obviously, head coaching, very different, and I'm sure he'd like another shot at it because uh, he, he, I'm sure he feels like he can do it, and, and, and uh, it's been a while. But, like, I was talking to somebody a couple weeks ago when the interviews were coming out, and it's like, why isn't anybody calling him? Somebody said to me, what's the difference between him and Dan Quinn, right, resume-wise, right? Um, Spag's 11 years older than Dan. He's 64 years old. Mm. So I think in a league that's always looking for young offensive coaches, he's an old defensive coach, and I think that works against him. I'm surprised he can't get an interview. Like, nobody would want to talk to him yeah. about what he's doing, especially in a cycle like this where defensive guys did seem to elevate beyond uh, where we've seen in recent years. But I, I think that maybe there's a perception that who he is now is who he is, and that's where he belongs, and, and, and maybe that's it. But I, I do think he'd like another, another crack at it. The problem is now it's like 64, 65 years old. Right. You know, Vic you Fangio a five -year deal and didn't work out in Denver. 69. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, um, yeah. So my, my guess is that ship has sailed. You never say never, but, um, but I, I, do, I do think he would like another shot. Uh, Dan Graziano, read his work, ESPN.com. Catch him uh, at his beer park. Be, well, I gotta go. I'm not doing TV, but I, yeah, okay. I'm gonna go. You know, check out that scene. Okay. Beer park. Well, maybe you'll see him walking in the background. You might. Of NFL I might Live. Maybe I'll photobomb like NFL Live. Yeah. Our, yeah. our ESPN PR producers friends, will not, love like, yes, that. Yes. Tell them about NFL Live. I think Lily. I think they know about NFL Live. People. Yeah. People. It's a very popular show. Is you it? send me emails that's about good. it. Uh, that's Dan Graziano, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. This is the Hoffman Show on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app.